Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. everybody welcome to big blend radio's toast to the art show you know we love our tucson dude coming on the show lance labor he is the executive director of the degrazia gallery in the sun this is one of those places you must visit if you go to tucson and if you live in tucson there's always a new reason to go back to this incredible gallery it's actually a 10 acre historic landmark it's in the foothills of the santa catalina mountains in tucson so I mean, the setting is incredible. There's saguaro cactus, adobe buildings, because that's what the gallery is with it inside. And um, there's a mission, there's gardens, uh, picnic areas. It is awesome. It was opened in 1965, and it's home to over 15,000 originals of Ted DeGrazia art pieces. And Ted DeGrazia is known as one of the most reproduced artists in the world. He's known for his Southwest art, and uh, the gallery has his oil paintings, watercolors, ceramics, sculptures. So there's six permanent collections you can visit when you go to the gallery, but then they also change out all these new exhibits um, every, every few months. So excited to welcome the Tucson dude back on the show to keep us up to date with, with what's going on at the gallery. So welcome back. How are you doing, Lance? I'm good. Thanks, Lisa. How are you? Oh, doing good, doing good. Exciting to hear more exhibits, but I think if we don't start with the iconic one, the way of the cross, you always say if you don't put that exhibit up, people are going to start yelling and like, you'll probably have like a crowd outside the gallery with signs. If you don't do this, this is this has been going this exhibit is like every year, right? It, that you put on display. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it used to be a permanent. It used to be a permanent exhibit, um, and it was up all year round. But uh, we tr we decided to make it a kind of a special, uh, you know, Lent and Easter thing, and that way all the uh, the snowbirds and the people from out of town um, can come and really enjoy it. And uh, then we we have time to, and space to put up other things. But uh, yeah, so we do it. We do it right this time of year, every year. And luckily, it's up, so I got nobody yelling at me. Yeah, Lance doesn't need anybody yelling at him. Nobody needs anybody yelling at anybody. <laughs> but this is like the traditional fourteen stations of the cross, right? Um, that, that actually, he's... there's there's there, there's fifteen stations. He oh. added a station. Uh, oh. To, to the collection. So yeah, there's 15 stations. It's um, it's a very interesting and beautiful collection and um, should be seen. And, and there, I didn't know this, but there's like an audio recording that people can listen to while they're there, right? Of him yeah. explaining De Grazia recorded a, a, a narration um, of, of all the stations uh, and it goes just from, you know, one, one to the next. And um, it's really interesting uh, to hear him describe his work and describe mm. what's what's being you know depicted. Yeah, that, I think it. I mean, it's just interesting to hear him talk. I love when you go in the museum too. And next time we come to Tucson, I want to go and redo this. Just go sit in the room and watch that video of him making the art and talking about his process. And 
I love that that it's like a it's a biopic. It's an artist biopic. Um, is that the only place you can oh, yeah, see yeah. it? Is that it's just it's really interesting to hear the artists talk themselves. And since he's passed on, that's what we have. You know, uh, you, you mean this documentary we have, or, or yeah. the narration of the way of the cross? The the documentary is that is that the only the documentary place we sell we sell. So no, it's not the only place you can see it. People, you know, people buy discs and uh we we do sell it um but the narration of the way of the cross is just a one of a kind we we have that and we do not uh we don't sell it we don't pass oh, it. oh you must go to the gallery people you must go <laughs> that's it that's it we keep it we keep it uh we keep it safe so one of the exhibits uh the newer ones that is out and all everybody everyone all these exhibits are out until august 30th 2023 but i love that he's doing uh one of the exhibits are miners and prospectors of the old west because that really goes back to his his heritage right yeah yeah that was his background that was uh his father was a miner degrazia actually had gone underground there's a uh these are really nice paintings there's a lot of sketches and uh some oils of prospectors and, you know, the uh, uh, Superstition Mountains. Uh, but there's also a painting uh, that De Grazia did of him and his father going underground in Morency, Arizona, um, wow. in an elevator uh, uh, going into the mine. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very, uh, very interesting painting. Um, because it's something that De Grazia, I don't think, really wanted to to do. He he tried it out and thought that's not for me. I'm going into the sunshine, you know. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. But these paintings go from uh, 1936 to 1972. Isn't that wild? That's like that's yeah, crazy. It's a, yeah, it's a lot of time. Um, but you know, that was his one of his themes was mining and prospecting. So. You know, he painted that throughout his career. The other one, too, is the Riders on Horseback. Um, this is the exhibit is called On the Trail with Ted de Grazia. And this, these are paintings that date from 1948 to 1972. So we've got cowboys, Native Americans, Mexican revolutionaries. I think he always had a thing about horses, you know, no matter what. People on them, no matter, you know, it's like of the Southwest. But I think he always kind of had this, like, where were people going on these horses and just had an affinity for horses and mules. Yeah, he loved horses. He liked riding horses. And, um, you know, he would they would pack into the superstitions all the time. So he and he had horses at the gallery. You know, the cactus corral at the gallery was a corral. One time. Oh, I didn't and know that. They kept their horses. Oh, yeah. They kept their horses there. And um, um so it was actually a real corral. I did not know. You see, no matter what, Lance, you always have something new for us. This is crazy. So, and now it's a cactus corral with all these. No wonder all the all the horse manure made beautiful cactus plant flowers for the it, spring. Right. Well, yeah. There's no, no more horses, but um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's true. That is funny because, you know, when you think, you know, it's, wow, it makes sense. So because you even have some of those um, wooden postings, I bet, for, or for, you know, tethering the horses and unless they just, you know, it's, well, it got included later. Back in, the, 
back in the late 40s and the, and the 50s, when he was out there in the middle of the desert and there was nobody around, uh, you know, they would get on their horses and they would ride around. Uh, if they had to go somewhere, he'd get in his car. But, um, you know, if they, they were riding around the area. That's what they did. And uh, they loved it. And he, he also liked to, you know, really ride around in the mountains and uh, do his prospecting and, uh, you know, mm. looking around, searching around. Well, well, Tucson, too, is such a horse town. It really is. I mean, when oh, you yeah, think of, absolutely. You, you know, we were talking about Ted DeGrazia on our Big Daily Blend podcast on Spotify the other day because of it was Lee Marvin's birthday. And oh. so we were talking about Lee Marvin and we then we got all into, well, you know, he hung out with Ted DeGrazia and apparently he was a partier. And uh, oh, yeah. But his, his story, oh, yeah. Lee Marvin's story is pretty badass. Like when you think about Ted DeGrazia's story and the two of them together, now that I know more about Lee Marvin, I'm like, wow, what a, I would, I would well, love to have been a fly in the wall with those two in a room. Like seriously. <laughs> well, uh, they were drinking buzzies. That, well, I, Lee Marvin apparently really liked the sauce a lot. Um, uh, well, I, you know, I think DeGrazia didn't, uh, turn away from it either uh, yeah. and together you know they enjoyed they enjoyed it uh, yeah but yeah no they spent time together no it's well, cool. yeah, Lee Marvin was a was Lee Marvin was a marine right wasn't he a war yes hero? decorated purple heart he has like four or five he's I think buried in Arlington Cemetery with honors he he okay. really had, yeah, he no. had a rough childhood and ended up going out like during you know and hunting and fishing in the Everglades swamps. That's what he did. Like he was like this, you know, kid on his own. You know, I think he had family, but he just it, he wasn't loved. And his dad did seem to be very nice. Yeah, so his survival was going out in nature. And it's interesting because you know we do our military history shows on Mondays and talking about some of these um, military heroes a lot of them came from that kind of background and kind of started fending themselves in the wild for some reason. It's wild. It is, it is, it's a crazy story, but Lee Marvin, I mean, he really, he did all that. And the Marines in the military, I mean, it's amazing his military career. I had no idea. And then I can imagine him coming to Tucson, nice weather, open skies, you know, and then the arts, because he was really good. He was prolific in the arts, too. I mean, he sang, he wrote. So I can really see why the he Jordan acted, one yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But then, because Tucson Studios, wasn't that also a thing? So, like, Ted DeGrazi could meet a lot of the actors and actresses just down the road when they're going to film. Yeah, you know, but I, I think a lot of people, they, a lot of these people used to come to visit his gallery. You know, they would come to him. Uh, DeGrazia yeah. really didn't seek any of these people out. They they came to him. And, um, you know, it's like the old story of uh, when Paul McCartney lived in Tucson. Um, you know, he visited the gallery. Uh, at closing time. So, you know, there was all kinds of celebrities in Tucson that, that showed up at, at uh, DeGrazia's gallery. Yeah. I mean, well, Tucson has like a huge, you know, Hollywood story you know and more than westerns too 
Yeah. No, that's true. You know, it's not quite the way it used to be when old Tucson was the real thing. But uh, uh, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say anything bad about old Tucson. Old Tucson was cool. I mean, you got all the modernism times, right? When you think back to. I'm sorry, what was that? Well, Tucson was really big in modernism, too. So there was like this era of of art. And I think we still have a modernism week in Tucson, don't we? Yes, yeah. Mid century Mm -hmm. modern, right? Yeah. Tucson was pretty big. Which the gallery does participate in from time to time. Yeah, well, DeGrazia totally said, hey, I'm I'm paying O2 Adobe. I love the buildings. That's one of my favorite things is just the buildings at the gallery. Just everything being right, so rounded right. and so unique and the Choya cactus floors. I swear, when, when Nancy and I stop traveling on the road full time, when we get in the next house, I'm doing a Choya cactus floor. I still don't know how to do it, but I'm doing it. I'll come to the gallery and take a gazillion <laughs> photos and try and figure it out. Did he yeah, ever do a book on that? Hard. It's not? No, it's not that hard to do, though. It's just what's hard is finding the choya. Oh, because it's know, all protected. Finding that much choya skeleton to do a floor with, um, that, was, that was originally his whole plan, was to do the entire gallery in choya. And, you know, in the end... You know, he was able to find a, find enough choya to do a, a three foot wide strip and a, and a, you know thirty feet long, and that was about it. We couldn't find it; it was just too hard to find. I wonder if he was using cactus from the actual grounds of the gallery. You know, uh, you know, I really don't know, but uh, I would figure that he was finding choya wherever he could find it. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it, it it's it's out there, but you know, to find the right pieces and the pieces that are hard enough and that aren't aren't you know. Uh, yeah, you don't want to kill growing degraded. plants. Yeah. Well, right, but you know, it, it it degrades from the sun and from the rain or whatever from, from and uh, so you got to find stuff that's not rotting and uh, there's not that much of it. Uh, I just think he's cool because he always just works with nature too. You know, I I just like, you know, the saguaro. Remember that you did the um, exhibit of the saguaro. Like you did, here's the paintings and everything. But then he did these ceramic bowls that were shaped from actually putting the saguaro in the bowl. You know what I mean? So you you have like the saguaro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool. Like you always just kind of went, like nature's got something. I wouldn't. I would have loved to have seen if he ever met Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, because the way Frank Lloyd Wright in architecture was always about working within your natural environment, and then you right, think right. Ted De Grazia really did it. I mean, the gallery to me is something that you go in there, the outside, the inside, everything is about working with where you are, being truly having integrity for the land and the people, right? And his art exists yeah, oh, yeah. but I the mean, gallery he, too. Yeah, and he saw beauty. He just saw beauty in nature wherever he looked. Well, I'm you homesick know, and, now. And utilize you know? it. I'm homesick. I want to come back to Tucson. I miss Tucson. I, I, every time we talk about this, every time you come on the show, I'm like, all right, I'm homesick now. I need to come back. I need to come visit some saguaro yeah. cactus, come to the gallery. And I can't, like May is when all the saguaro blooms start to come out too. 
That's gonna oh, uh, it's gonna be an epic year yeah, this I year. Think so April, May, yeah. Well, we've There's had a lot of rain, so the, the the desert's gonna really pop. Gonna get a lot of wildflowers, and gonna be very beautiful this year. That that's the thing I want to say to people. It's not just spring in Tucson, like summer wildflowers and fall. So I think you're gonna have a long season of flowers this year. Everyone's gonna be sneezing. Oh uh, yeah. With all that the pollen. That is true. That but is that's a good byproduct. True. That's a good byproduct. <laughs> That's, you know, flower power yeah. rocks. That's awesome. So everyone, uh, you can go to degrazia.org to learn more about the gallery. Also, they have an awesome online store there if you can't get to the gallery. But of course, it's better to go to the gallery. Go there and uh, go to Degrazia Gallery to see these exhibits on, you know, obviously the permanent collections, but it's on the trail with Ted Degrazia. Degrazia Underground Miners and Prospectors of the Old West. And then, of course, the iconic the way of the cross display. Those are the three new ones up now. All three are on display until August 30th, 2023. And then on my birthday, the day after, they'll change out to a new exhibit. Right, Lance? Just for me. It's all That's for me. right. Awesome. In honor of you, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Tucson, dude, it is always a pleasure. Enjoy the beautiful land of Tucson, the Sonoran Desert, and that sunshine. I know you're having a cloudy day today, but that just means more wildflowers. But thanks for joining us and everyone keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thanks so much, Tucson, dude. Thanks, Lisa. Talk to you soon.